At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is the greg peterson experience on vsin the sports betting network this is the greg peterson experience coming at you from circa i am greg peterson do not worry we haven't had we haven't had any switcheroos yet on the show but we are going to have a terrific one tonight as got a little bit of everything going on we just wound up having postseason baseball go final. That would be the Houston Astros taking down the Boston Red Sox by a count of 5-4. to four. So if you wound up taking the run and half with the Red Sox you got there, you laid the run and half on the run line with the Astros, not so much. And if you wound up taking the over, that winds up cashing. Got some Pac-12 after dark right now as well. Cal and Oregon locked up in a good one. About four minutes left in the third quarter as this one is tied up 10-10. to 10. We'll get you caught up on that in a second. Also, we've got a lot of games that we're going to be previewing on this college basketball or on this college football Saturday as college basketball is about 23 days away now. So we're going to be getting you guys a little bit of a preview there and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. We're going to be diving really knee deep into the college football previews when everyone has a Saturday because out there on the East Coast right now, it's Saturday for you if you're Eastern Central time. Meanwhile, out here on the West Coast, it's still 10 p.m. So, going to give it a little bit more time there. Get you guys caught up on the two games that are going down right now. We've also had a couple games that have gone final in college football. Clemson winds up taking down Syracuse, but it was a little bit of a sweat. 17-14 to 14 the final as this is an ACC in which, well, things are a little bit jumbled up right now. And if you want to blame the points with Clemson, unable to get there. A mix of 13 and 13 and a half here. With a total of 44, and I will say the Clemson defense is looking very good right now. They are by far the best out there in the ACC. When it comes to points allowed, one of the best out there in college football, but certainly the offense has been leaving a lot to be desired. DJU did a good job of not turning the ball over in this one that was able to help Clemson be able to get the victory, but certainly has been leaving a lot to be desired this year. The other game that wound up going final in college football on this Friday, although we did have a couple FCS games as well. I'll give a little bit of shine to those in a second. But Marshall heads into North Texas. They completely destroy the Mean Green. If you wound up betting on the Mean Green, you did not make Mean Green. As it was 49-21 to the final. This total was anywhere between 66 and 66.5. So you wound up being able to get the over there. And this is a game in which it opened right around 10.5 to 11. It closed right around 10.5 to 11. Covered all numbers there, Marshall. Looking very strong in this one, so 
they were able to get it done. The other game outside of the Pac-12 that is going down right now, San Diego State, San Jose State. If you're a fan of great defense and field goal kicking, well, congratulations. This is a game for you as right now it is six to three. San Diego State has the lead. I haven't seen necessarily a whole lot of turnovers in this game. It's just been a whole bunch of three and outs as Nick Nash currently for San Jose State. A hearty seven for 19 and Jordan Brookshire, a hearty 13 to 25. So it certainly has not been going well for either of these teams at this point. You take a look at San Jose State. They're averaging 2.3 yards per rush in San Diego State. 2.7. So if you are planning on watching this game and instead you are caught up doing some household errands, getting the mail, something like that, well, you haven't missed a whole heck of a lot right now. So if you want to take in this total under, and it's one of the lowest totals that we've seen in college football all year long, anywhere between a 40 and a half and a 41. So far, so good for you. But taking a look at this game that we've got going on right now, Cal, Oregon. Oregon and Cal right now locked up in a 10 to 10 sailmate. You've got about one minute left in the third quarter and Cal's actually driving. So Cal's been able to do a good job of holding in this game. Justin Wilcox has been able to do a good job of being able to preach defense ever since he wanted taking the Cal job a couple years ago. And right now that has been the case as Chase Carbers has been able to do a solid job thus far as he's got a touchdown, no picks for the Cal Golden Bears, 16 and 28. So has not necessarily been too efficient and for Anthony Brown, He's been doing a little bit of everything for Oregon, but has yet to be able to punch a ball in 17 and 25 bucks 79 for him. Has nine carries for 22 yards, and Travis Dye has been able to give you 116 yards on the ground, so you give him a little bit of credit, but it's really been the two defenses that have been able to step up for both of these teams. If you're looking at the closing total, what's well, anywhere between 53 and 53 and a half? Little, had a little bit of a spattering both ways on that end. This is one in which Oregon wound up getting bet down a little bit. They open more around a 15-point favorite. They close in the realm of anywhere between a 13 and a 13 and a half. So right now, that line move appears to be the correct one as Cal's looking to punch it in as it looks like the third quarter is going to be coming to an end with them having the ball inside of the red zone. So they are going to be setting up for a second down play going into the fourth quarter with this game at 10 to 10. So certainly going to be keeping our eyes on that. And then I mentioned it, got to give a little bit of love to the FCS because it's one of these things, as I always say, it doesn't matter what you're betting on, whether you're betting on the American League Championship Series in baseball, whether you're betting on this Oregon versus Cal game, or if you're betting on Montana State versus Weber State, there is money to be found. All that matters is being able to find the winners. Don't be bashful if it's a game that's a little bit more under the radar. I actually salute that a little bit more myself being someone that watches things like holy cross versus lafayette during the regular season when it comes to college basketball i am certainly one that could appreciate that but montana state winds up going into weber state as between a one and two point underdog and they wind up getting this done by a kind of 13 to 7 that total close 45 and a half so you were able to get it done there and welcome back the ivy league to college football they've been back for a few weeks as cornell was able to take down the Raiders of Colgate by a count of 34 to 20, as this is one in which Cornell wound up closing between about a four, saw a couple three and a halfs out there as well, point favorite, and the total of 36 and a half for one. That is really, really low in college football, and it wound up going over. So you were able to get there on that. I did mention a little bit earlier the fact that we did wind up having one game out there in the MLB, game one of the ALCS between the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros. If you want to take in this total over, and this was teamed up quite a bit. Towards the overnight, you were seeing a mixture of between eight and eight and a half. So if you were looking at an eight, you had juicy over. It wound up being that the eight and a half got bet way up, way up, and there wound up being a lot of juice on the over. So if you wound up jumping in on this late, you were probably betting anywhere between minus 115 to minus 125 on the over, but you were able to get that because Kike Hernandez is about as hot as lava right now. He winds up being able to get a home run in the ninth inning as it was the Red Sox who wind up losing by a run in this one. Five to four, the final. The Houston Astros and Boston Red Sox did not wind up getting much length out of their starters, both from Bravaldez along with Chris Sale, wind up going just two and two-thirds innings. Both were able to do a good job of being able to limit the damage as I do feel like if you wound up taking the over, you probably should have gotten it a little bit earlier than you wound up having it because both of these teams just stranded a whole bunch of men on base and quite frankly they didn't do a good job with runners in scoring position they combined 
one of 16. Both of these teams wound up going with runners in scoring position. Both leave nine on base. So certainly of significance. And if you're looking forward, it certainly has been a pair of offenses that have been able to light it up this postseason. As for the Astros, they were able to get a pair of home runs of their own as Kike Hernandez hit a pair for the Boston Red Sox. And for the Astros, that guy, Jose Altuve, was able to go deep off of Tanner Houck. And Carlos Correa, really the difference maker. He goes deep off of Ansel Robles, who going into the series, he had not given up a run in about 35 days. So got to give it up to Carlos Correa, who's been able to put together a very nice postseason. I know that there's a lot of folks that are listening that are fans of teams other than the Red Sox and the Astros that would love to see Carlos Correa in their favorite uniform. So certainly going to be taking a look at that as we are just getting started in the fourth quarter of this Cal versus Oregon game. Oregon right now by far the top team out there in the Pac-12 when it comes to rankings, but it certainly has been a little bit of a mismatch when it comes to Pac-12. And I'll be talking about this a little bit more in the next segment. The fact that when it comes to college football playoff, both the Pac-12 and the ACC, the two main conferences that have been on display tonight, well, they don't have a lot of good candidates to be able to make a college football playoff, but as of right now, it's Cal driving. They're on the Oregon 13 with a second and eight with this game tied up at 10 to 10. If you're looking to jump in on this live, you're going to be laying a little bit when it comes to Oregon, but you've got a little bit more of an even up number right now, and they just flashed something on the screen. Versus AP top 10 teams all time for Cal. 253 and one. Yes, there were ties in college football prior to, I would say, about the mid 1990s is when that change wound up happening, but. Certainly not a track record of success for Cal. And if you want up taking this Cal money line, by the way, you were able to get a very solid price there as they wind up closing, like I was mentioning a little bit earlier, right around a two touchdown underdog, more like 13 to 13 and a hook. At. So you want up taking the money line here with Cal, you're probably looking at anywhere between plus $4 and plus 415, even in a lot of spots. So certainly curious to see what's going to be happening with this because you've got a Pac-12 that in general, you're looking for teams to be able to step up and just help out a team like in Oregon. I'm going to throw out their Arizona State as they've been able to have a nice start to their season as just teams in general that if you're looking to try to get someone into the college football playoff, you need someone to be able to step up, give you a couple wins because this conference in general, they didn't necessarily do the best of being able to schedule out of conference. You did have Oregon be able to get that nice win against Ohio State a few weeks ago, but as that there hasn't been a lot of marquee wins for these teams and because they wound up scheduling so bad and you didn't wind up getting the wins that you were looking for it really hurts this conference as an entire because you take a look at Washington currently at two to two and three they wind up losing earlier in the year against Montana that is going to weigh heavily when it comes to things like strength of schedule what have you for a team like an Oregon that's trying to get into the college football playoff we wind up seeing Washington State lose to an FCS opponent as well as they wind up actually falling to Utah State. So not an FCS opponent. They wound up being able to knock off Portland State, but certainly was not necessarily the world's greatest look for them. Arizona, they have as many wins as he man on this desk right now. And they wound up losing to the FCS opponent in Northern Arizona. So it's not going well for the Pac-12. We will see if Cal is able to pull off this upset as it looks like they just punch a ball in the end zone. We're going to get you caught up on that and so much more on the other side as we are here on the Vegas Sets and Information Network, the Sports Betting Network, here for the Greg Peterson Experience. Going to get you caught up on Cal versus Oregon on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow the seven right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and hassle free tobacco alternatives that you can enjoy anywhere and at any time so you never miss a single minute of the game or tailgate party that you might be attending. Available at 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zinn wherever you are. Zinn's pouches are also clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction, and Zinn does contain nicotine and is only for adults that are 21 or older learn more about zen at zen.com that is zyn.com you're able to find your local retailer as well and this is a warning that this product does contain nicotine and nicotine is an addictive chemical as we are back here on the greg peterson experience right here at the circus sports book it's absolutely a tremendous night on this friday and it is absolutely tremendous right now. If you want to taking Cal as the Golden Bears have been able to put themselves in very good positioning now as they were able to punch a ball in. 17 to 10 is the score as is now Oregon taking over on I would say about their own 36 right now. You've got 1330 left in this one as right now. If you want to taking the under in this game, you are in relatively good shape as this is a total that Wound up closing anywhere in the neighborhood between 53 and 53 and a half. Oregon, the 13 to 13 and a half point favorite. They're going to cover the spread. They've got a whole lot of work to do. And it has really been the theme so far this year when it comes to college football. You've got a couple dominant conferences right now because if you're a fan of the SEC, you absolutely love what you've seen out there when it comes to both the ACC and also the Pac-12 because I don't think we're going to be seeing a team from either of these conferences make the college football playoff, especially if Oregon winds up going down tonight. That would probably leave Arizona State as probably your top team out there in this conference. And if you're looking at the ACC, it's just a hot mess. Is Clemson probably the best team in that conference? Yeah, just because of their defense, but the offense, we saw it on display tonight. Clemson was able to get it done, but against a Dino Babers squad that, let's face it, Dino Babers made some questionable decisions to say the least especially the late field goal it's not been going well so you've got an ACC that right now it's being headlined by Wake Forest Pittsburgh I don't see either of those teams being able to do enough 
to be able to make the college football playoff. NC State was able to pull off the win over Clemson. I don't see it with them as well. All these teams have out-of-conference losses, which is certainly hurting their end of the bargain when it comes to trying to be able to make the college football playoff. And then you just take a look at some of these other teams in general. I think that there is a very good case to be made that if Cincinnati wins out, they should be a team that winds up making the college football playoff. They went on the road. They were able to knock off Notre Dame. They have passed every test with flying colors right now. Meanwhile, you can't just default to, oh, the Pac-12, you wound up having Oregon be able to get a win against Ohio State. That's very nice. But at the same time, if they wind up losing this game tonight, and might I say they haven't looked very good in this game, then you certainly don't deserve to have them be in the college football playoff. You don't deserve a team like a Wake Forest to get in unless if they look very, very impressive down the stretch because you just don't have a lot of marquee wins for a lot of these conferences, and they're being really wreaked havoc on for the fact that they didn't wind up doing the best job of being able to schedule out of conference. You take a look at the SEC, they are willing to take on all comers. So I do think that that is something that's going to be able to help them out as well. And this is going to help out those that are backing the Oregon Ducks. Jalen Reed, he winds up being able to get a 20-yard touchdown reception from Anthony Brown. So now we are a PAT away from having this game tied up by a count of 17 to 17 at 17, 16 right now with Oregon PAT pending. So we will see what they do here, but Oregon was able to punch it in from 20 yards out. So things all of a sudden getting to be a little bit higher scoring. Now you've had a pair of touchdowns within the last, I would say five or so minutes of this one. And the PAT is on its way for Oregon and that is up and good. So 17 to 17 is the score 11, 23 left in the fourth quarter of Pac-12 after dark. So we're certainly going to be keeping our eyes peeled on that. Going to be taking a look at an in-game line once that becomes available as well as I'm sure that the systems over there with all those books are currently processing. Meanwhile, the other game, well, I haven't been updating it too much because there hasn't been a whole heck of a lot happening. San Diego State, San Jose State. The home San Jose State Spartans are currently faced with a fourth down and six with the third quarter just coming to an end, and it is currently 6-3. to three. Haven't necessarily had a lot of turnovers in this game. Just a lot of monotonous three and outs. It has really been a bit of an eyesore of a game if you like offense. If you like defense, this is a Pablo Picasso sort of game for you, but man, there has not been a lot, a lot going on, but just taking a look at the landscape of college football that we were mentioning a little bit earlier, certainly not great that Oregon is not necessarily doing what you'd like them to do against Cal right now with that game tied up 17 to 17. And just take a look at things in general. I think that there's even an argument that you could wind up seeing two big 10 teams wind up making the college football playoff. We have seen Iowa look incredibly impressive. They were able to come from behind. They were able to get the job done against Penn state. And you've got a couple teams that out of conference, they were able to get some nice wins. Even a team like a Maryland who is currently one and two in the conference. They went out of conference. They were able to get a nice win over West Virginia. I do mention the loss that Ohio State wanted taking against Oregon. No question. That's a little bit of a damper, but even take a look at Penn State. They wind up taking on Auburn. They were able to get a nice win there. They wind up leading off the season, obviously, in conference, being able to take on Wisconsin. And that, I think, is right now a big difference maker when it comes to the Big Ten trying to get two teams into the college football playoff versus the ACC versus the Pac-12 trying to get one team in because you have one good win for the Pac-12 that was over Ohio State. And if you wind up having a two-loss team, that all goes for naught because we have yet to see a two-loss team be able to make it into the college football playoff now. We've also not seen a group of five team be able to make it in as well. The lone disclaimer with that is you've got a team that doesn't have a conference in Notre Dame that has obviously made it as well. And Notre Dame was, I guess, for lack of a better term, in the ACC last year. Now they're back outside the ACC, so... That's a big giant this or that sort of thing that is going to be probably cleaned up in realignment within the next few years. But certainly something that you do want to be taking a look at is just some of these conferences that might wind up getting two teams into the college football playoff. And I do think that it would certainly be the right move. And if you're looking at odds to be able to make the college football playoff, I'd probably be looking at some of these team twos out there in the SEC. And we all know the top two teams are. That would be Georgia and Alabama being able to make the college football playoff over a team like a Pittsburgh, a team like an Arizona State and Oregon at this point because they just have not put themselves in good positioning. San Jose State putting themselves in a little bit of better positioning, though, as Matt Mirkiro was able to bang through a 48-yard field goal. So, you know, I have 6-6 six to six 
beginning part of the fourth quarter in this one, 1449 left between San Jose State and San Diego State. And this is one in which San Diego State wound up closing as anywhere between a 9 and a 10-point favor. You saw quite a bit of movement with this one. It wound up opening up at 8 San Jose State after they wound up having a superb year last year. They have been a big, giant disappointment thus far. So something that I'm certainly going to be keeping my eyes on, just like big, giant disappointment has been the Pac-12 in general, as is going to be Cal taking over the ball at their own 25-yard line as they try to break this tie at 17-17. Certainly going to be keeping up with that. As If you're looking at an in-game line right now with Cal, you're going to be finding them as about a three-point underdog right now is what we're seeing with these lines updating. And in-game total, right now you're finding it at 44.5. This is one in which a total wound up closing between 53 and 53.5. If you're looking to jump in live on this San Jose State versus San Diego State game, you're right now finding San Diego State as about a three-point favorite in a lot of spots. We're seeing a little bit of movement when it comes to these in-game lines, but certainly the two favorites, you've got a little bit of an edge there, but going to be fascinating to see how these games wind up playing out, and we're going to be taking you through these as well, but we're also going to be taking you through some baseball as well. We're going to have both the NLCS and the ALCS going down on Saturday. For some of you guys out there on the East Coast, that is today. For those of us out here on the West Coast, that's going to be coming up tomorrow, but on the other side, going to be taking a look at both of these games as what I think is really fascinating. And one of the tough things about betting baseball in general is that you've got one game between the Red Sox and the Astros in which we know the starters and we've known them for quite a while. Luis Garcia is going to be going for the Houston Astros. Meanwhile, on the other side for the Boston Red Sox, you've got Nathan Eovaldi. And we think that the LA Dodgers are going to be going back Scherzer after he wound up closing out. Game 5 of that just thrilling game between the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers. Unfortunate the way that it wound up ending with that check swing, but let's face it. I don't think that our good friend up there at the play duos 0-17 career against Van Max Scherzer was going to be doing a whole heck of a lot, but certainly not necessarily the way that you want it to end. But now you have to turn the page forward. You have to take a look at Dodgers versus the Atlanta Braves. We're certainly going to be doing that on the other side. I'll be giving you guys just my thoughts if it does wind up being Max Scherzer. And if it winds up not being Max Scherzer, also we wound up seeing a thrilling game here Friday night between the Red Sox and the Houston Astros. And it sets up for a very pivotal game too. So we're going to be looking at both of those games, the lines, what everything that we wound up seeing tonight means for the Saturday game as well. And we're going to be bringing that up on the other side here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network as it is the Greg Peterson Experience. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bets emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every single game, plus access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 a month. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we are back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Greg Peterson experience. And it is quite an experience. If you've been betting on postseason baseball as it wound up being a ninth inning home run by Kike Hernandez that wound up cashing it. If you wound up having the over in Red Sox versus Houston Astros late Friday night, that was the total that wound up closing at eight and a half was anywhere between 8 and 8.5 and in the morning and wound up getting bet up. No matter if you wound up taking it early or late, you were probably able to jump in on an 8.5 or lower, so you were able to get there on that. And now it sets up for what is going to be a great slate of baseball on Saturday. It's just two games right now because we are down to four teams, but I think that we've got a pair of good ones here. The first one is going to be the second game of this American League Championship Series. Between the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros, you're going to have Luis Garcia going on the mound for the Astros, and you're going to have Nathan Eovaldi, who's going to be on the bump for the Boston Red Sox. And if you're looking at adjusted series prices, because you wind up seeing the Boston Red Sox, I would say right in the neighborhood of about a little bit of a lower price here. Now with the Astros being able to win game one, you'd be looking at a series price right now of the Astros being minus 250, obviously for the game. Game two itself, 
you're going to be finding that a little bit cheaper. You're going to be finding the Astros hovering right in the neighborhood of anywhere between a minus 126 and a minus 140. So you got a little bit of a discrepancy here. And if you're taking a look at the Boston Red Sox, you're going to be getting anywhere between about a plus 116 to a plus 123 with your total at 8.5. It's going to be juicy over. Seeing a straight 9 out there as well, but you're mostly seeing 8.5 on this one. But the way I take a look at this one is I think that You've got two guys that are really at their peak when it comes to pitching right now. Luis Garcia is someone that you want to be backing whenever he's in Houston. You want no part of him on the road. We want him seeing this in the Chicago White Sox series. As overall for the year, Luis Garcia right around 239 home His road area hovers more around a 425, and that's not including what he wound up doing in Chicago. Was unable to make it through three full innings. He has just been a little bit of a hot mess there. Meanwhile at home, his strikeouts per nine rate, north of a nine. He gives up less hard contact, but you also take a look at the other side for the Boston Red Sox. And when Nathan Eovaldi pitches in the postseason, they have lost one out of his nine career postseason pitching appearances. You may recall which one that was. That was when he wound up going into that 18 inning, just absolute slobber knocker of a game in which it winds up ending up that the Red Sox wind up losing. But he was incredible in that effort. And Nathan Eovaldi in general. It's just a gamer that you want out there if you're a fan of the Boston Red Sox, if you're a backer of the Boston Red Sox. Now we're actually seeing more like a plus 125 on the Boston Red Sox, and that's even better because pretty much any sort of plus price, I was going to be taking a look at the Boston Red Sox in this spot. Absolutely love the way that Kike Hernandez has been able to perform for the team. He had two home runs in game one. He has been able to do just a little bit of everything because we all talk about the bad end. No doubt that that's very important, but... Much like we talk about with Mookie Betts, him being able to do a little bit of everything, the fact that he wound up having that stolen base in Game 5 against the San Francisco Giants, the incredible plays that he wound up making in the World Series. Kike Hernandez, he is in the exact same light, in my opinion. You saw him make multiple diving catches in Game 1. He wound up making some big plays in that series against the Tampa Bay Rays. He appeared as first last name in the telecast. In that Tampa Bay Rays series, you don't want to be getting his name wrong because if you do, you're going to be confusing a man that is very, very dangerous with someone else because he has been absolutely tremendous. So I think that that's a big boost for this team because he was a little bit inconsistent during the regular season. Now he's been firing all cylinders. You also take a look at this Boston Red Sox team in general. They've been better at pitching in general when it comes to road games versus home games. During the regular season, they had right around a 425 home ERA. Meanwhile, the road ERA is more like a 375. It was third in the American League among teams on the road. The New York Yankees and the Baltimore Orioles were the only teams that had a better road ERA than the Boston Red Sox. So that's something that I do give a little bit of credence to because, let's face it, it is just a little bit tough to pitch in Boston in general. You've got the green monster out. You've got some very funky dimensions when it comes to the ballpark. Meanwhile, you take a look at the Houston Astros and they did wind up having to use up quite a few bullpen pieces, and let's face it, both of these teams really had to pile drive into their bullpen in Game 1. Both teams wound up having to get six and a third innings out of their respective bullpens because, well, you wound up having both pitchers go two and two-thirds innings from Bervaldez along with Chris Sale. We're not able to give a lot of length. So Kendall Graveman, a guy that has not been very comfortable in pitching on back-to-back days, he wound up pitching 18 pitches here in Game 1 for the Houston Astros. Ryan Presley only had to use up 12 conceivably he could come back. Ryan Stanek only wound up having to go five pitches. He could wind up coming back in this one as well, but your fear with Luis Garcia is that this is going to be his second home start, his second start in general when it comes to this postseason. Is he going to be a little bit rattled against a guy, Nathan Evaldi, who has been there, done that. He's pitched on the road. He's pitched at home. He's pitched in big spots. And he's always come up big, and that is something that you want to be taking a look at a little bit more. I also do give a little bit more value when it comes to home field advantage as well. We've seen it throughout this postseason. About two-thirds of games have went to the home team so far in this postseason. And I do think that it's a little bit of a bigger deal because when you take a look at baseball during the regular season, you've got some of these matinee games in which you've got the children who can't get out of school to be able to go. So Johnny and his family of five are unable to go to the game because the children are stuck at school and everything like that. So... You don't have any of that when it comes to the postseason. Everyone and every single seat is just filled to capacity. So that is something that I do take a look at. Something else I take a look at is something that just wound up happening live. As you wound up having a touchdown run for the Oregon Ducks. 
you've got a PAT pending. It is now 23 to 17. That was a four-minute drive that the Ducks wound up putting up as Anthony Brown was able to cap it off with an 11-yard touchdown run. So now you've got the PAT being attempted here by the Oregon Ducks. That is up. That is good. So it is a now a 24 to 17 game. 450 left. So if you wound up backing the Oregon Ducks and you wound up playing between 13 and 13 and a half points, you need a little bit of help. If you wound up taking this total over, it wound up closing anywhere between 53 and 53 and a half. You need a little bit of help as well, but certainly good news if you were on either of those. But getting back to this Red Sox versus Astros game, what I think is going to be very important is just taking a look at home crowd in general. And I do think that the experience is big as well. And something else that you've got to be gauging is managerial experience as well. A lot of the reason why some of these teams are currently not partaking in the postseason. I'm looking at you, Craig Council, on the Milwaukee Brewers. I am a native of the state of Wisconsin, and I was sick to my stomach when I wound up seeing Freddie Peralta pulled after 57 pitches and having not given up a run. I do recognize that you need to try to get some runs in that at-bat situation that Freddie Peralta was faced with, but at the same time, you've got to be riding a hot pitcher, and we've seen it in general in this postseason. If you're trying to bet on first fives because you think that you're going to mitigate the bullpen, eh, I would second-guess that because you're probably going to need to handicap the bullpen even if you wind up taking a first five. Case in point, what you wind up seeing Friday night between the Astros and also the Boston Red Sox is both teams only wound up getting two and two-thirds innings out of their starters. Now, with the Dodgers versus the Braves game, you might be able to take a look at something different if you wind up getting Max Scherzer because as of right now, and we've been seeing this a lot during the postseason as well, you've got unconfirmed starters. And I do think that that impacts the way that you want to be betting this if you're taking a look at the series in general. The series price on the LA Dodgers at a lot of places is anywhere between Minus $2 and minus $2.10. DraftKings currently has a two ten on the Dodgers, a plus one seventy five when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. And you're able to take spreads on these series as well right now with the Atlanta Braves. If you want to get a game and a half with them, you're able to do that while laying minus 115. So that pretty much says that the series is going to go 6+. plus. Meanwhile, if you think that the Dodgers are going to be able to win this game and win this game convincingly, 4-2, to 4-1, to one, or get a clean sweep, you'd be still paying minus 105 on that. So there's various ways that you're able to play these series in general. If I were looking at something when it comes to like the Dodgers being able to win this game in six games or fewer, I would just be betting it game by game personally. There's just not a lot of value in laying a minus 105 on a game and a half because while you're going to be laying some juice on the LA Dodgers, just think about the money lines that you're going to be laying on the LA Dodgers if you wind up betting this game by game versus if you wind up Laying a game and a half and you're getting minus 105, you just do the math and you're better off just saying, you know what, I'm going to take the Dodgers on the money line every single one of these games rather than just trying to ride it out because if the Dodgers wind up winning in a best of seven series, you wind up losing your bet. Meanwhile, if you wind up just taking the Dodgers in every single one of those games, you wind up being... You wind up being in a spot where you wind up winning four. You wind up losing three. There you're going to be laying a little bit of juice on the Dodgers every single time. You'd be coming out at the very least probably with a very, very small loss, if not a very small profit. So that's why I'd be looking at that. And we've got to get you guys a little bit of a look at Dodgers versus Braves. Game one on the other side here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as it is the Greg Peterson Experience. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on the Bellator 268 action with a free Bellator MMA prediction challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down on October 16th for your shot at up to $5,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your prediction before the fights begin. Who will be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne? Don't miss any of the light weight action at the World Grand Prix semifinal on Saturday, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and and conditions apply, and other eligibility restrictions also apply. See DraftKings.com for details, as it is a Greg Peterson experience. I am Greg Peterson, and we've got some action heading down there to Eugene right now, as well as got a situation here with Cal. They wound up having themselves pushed back a little bit more. It's now a long situation to go. I believe that they are now looking at a second and 20 as they are trying to drive their way back. They're currently down by a count of 24 to 17 to the Oregon Ducks with about 2.30 left to go. So we're certainly going to be keeping up with this. Also, we were talking in the last segment a little bit about ALCS game two between the Boston Red Sox and the Houston Astros. I do think that this is going to be a good spot for the Boston Red Sox, but you take a look at the other series, the National League Championship Series, and right now there are quite a few of you guys that cannot bet on this. I know that there are some books out here that have put up a line on this game. There are other books I have not. It is the LA Dodgers against the Atlanta Braves. Right now, the thought is that Max Scherzer is going to be going for the LA Dodgers. Meanwhile, you know that it's pretty much going to be Max Free going with the Atlanta Braves, uh, unless if we wind up seeing some contrast to Freed. Like, Max Freed winds up for some reason going out to a theme park, either very, very early in the morning tomorrow, or he winds up doing so tonight and breaks every bone in his body. That's the only way that we're not going to be seeing Max Freed here in game one. But when I take a look at this spot, I wind up doing a pick for the New York Post every single day when it comes to baseball. And I want to take this total under because even if we were to have a little bit of a switcheroo, say Max Scherzer, they decide they're not going to have him go and said it's going to be a little bit of a bullpen game. You got to figure that it would be Tony Gonsolin probably getting the bulk of the innings, whether it be a starter or as a little bit of a bulk guy for this team. And then you're going to have just your poo-poo platter pretty much of LA Dodgers pitchers like Corey Knable, Bruce Gratterall. You're probably going to see Alex Vesia, guys like that. And I'd feel very comfortable taking the under of eight that we wind up seeing because even if it were to be a bullpen game against the Atlanta Braves and Max Fried and company, I'd be setting this total at a seven and a half. With Max Scherzer going, I set it as a seven and as we're seeing it right now. Dodgers across the board are anywhere between a minus 125 and a minus 135 favorite for the books that I have posted up a line. You got to feel like there's going to be a little bit of variance here because, well, there aren't a lot of books that have it up. And typically when there's not a lot of books that have it up, you're going to see a little bit more of a discrepancy in situations like this. But the way I see it, how about what we've been able to get out of Max Freed over his last 
12 starts. So ever since the beginning of the month of August, he has posted up a sub-150 ERA. The Braves have lost just one of those games, and he was absolutely dealing against the Milwaukee Brewers. Six quarrel sayings, punched out nine, gave up only three hits. And you take a look at Max Fried in general. Over the span, he has given up about a half a home run per nine innings. So he's given up right around four home runs over his last 80 innings overall. So he has been rock solid. Meanwhile, you take a look at Max Scherzer and what he's been able to do ever since being acquired from the Washington Nationals. A sub-2 ERA. The LA Dodgers are 12-1 and when he winds up taking the mound. That includes his relief appearance in which he wound up giving against the San Francisco Giants a couple days ago. His first save since he was at Missouri in 2004, by the way. That is just absolutely ridiculous. But I take a look at this game, and you do have two of the better offenses out there in the big leagues. The LA Dodgers were the only team during the regular season in which they were able to generate more than five runs per game at the very least in the National League. Had a couple teams in the American League that did that, and for the Atlanta Braves, they were very solid when it came to their home run hitting. You wind up having a quadrant of guys that were able to give you at least 30 home runs. Ozzy Albies, you're able to throw in there, Adam Duvall, and then pass that. Freddie Freeman and Austin Riley, both of those guys wound up hitting right around 300 during the regular season as well, but you also take a look at both of these bullpens, and what I love about the Atlanta Braves is that they were able to get back to what wound up getting them to the National League Championship Series last year as well. This is actually a rematch of what we wound up seeing in 2020, and that is just good overall pitching because with the Atlanta Braves, First half of the year, the bullpen had not been too great, and they made a couple tweaks. They wound up picking up Richard Rodriguez at the trade deadline, but it's not like they wound up reinventing the wheel or anything like that. It was just having guys like Luke Jackson, A.J. Minter. Will Smith is not necessarily a guy that I'm too fond of. He's blown quite a few saves, but at the same time, he's been able to do just enough for this Atlanta Braves team, and ever since the All-Star break, they are number four in the big leagues when it comes to bullpen ERA, and that is so important because the LA Dodgers are number two, and when it comes to the Dodgers in general, they have been the top team in all of baseball when it comes to just overall ERA between the regular season and the playoffs. They have been absolutely lights out. You know that you're going to be able to get someone in game one that's going to be relatively solid. You got to think that if Max Scherzer doesn't wind up going in game one, he'll probably either go in game two or game three, depending on how they want to handle Walker Buehler, because Normal rest would dictate that you would have Walker Buehler going in game two. He has been absolutely amazing. In his 32 starts during the regular season, he went at least six innings and 28 of them. Unheard of in this day and age when it comes to Major League Baseball. You've got other guys that you're able to take a look at as well. The man that wound up pitching in game five, Julio Arias, wound up being the league's leader in wins with 20 of them during the regular season. Make it 21 if you wind up counting the postseason as he was able to have a win in the start that he wound up giving in game two as well. So got some really good pitching on that side. And then you take a look at the Atlanta Braves as well. I would personally actually start Charlie Morton in a little bit more of a road spot, because if you take a look, Charlie Morton, his home and road splits actually indicate that he's been better on the road this year, but sounds like he's probably going to be going in game two. I mentioned how good Max Fried is, but under the radar, Ian Anderson has been very good for this team as well. So if you are taking a look at some of these series prices, being able to get a game and a half with the Atlanta Braves at minus 115, I actually do think is relatively solid value. We all forget that last year. This is a series in which it wound up going the full seven, and the LA Dodgers had to overcome a 3-1 to one deficit to be able to win the series. Now, obviously, those games were played out there at Globe Life Park. The next time Globe Life Park is going to be hosting any sort of a championship series and or World Series... I think it's going to be quite a while because, well, the Rangers, they are pretty far off. But take a look at both of these teams, and I do think that you're going to be getting a series in which goes at least six. I think that there's going to be good betting opportunities on both sides. Like, if Max Scherzer winds up going in game one, I would put the Dodgers, in terms of my overall value, right around about a minus 138, just a hair below a minus 140. I think that there's good value there. So the numbers that we're seeing right now, on the Dodgers anywhere between a minus 125 to a minus 135. I think that you've got good value there. If it winds up being a bullpen game, I think that it's worth about 40 cents to the line, Max Scherzer is. I would be setting the Braves as a very, very slight favorite because I do respect what Max Fried has been able to do recently. He's been under the radar, one of the top pitchers in all of baseball. Ever since the beginning of the month of August, you've got Charlie Morton, who's probably going to be going in game two. I think that that could present some very interesting value because I do mention how good Walker Buehler has been all year long, but Take a look at him ever since really the beginning of the month of September. And he's got between the regular season and the postseason in that time span right around a four ERA. And I think that 
That's what makes betting on so many of these postseason series so great is that you're able to take a free pre-flop, but at the same time, if you're someone like myself and you're betting this game by game, you're able to find some situations and I think that they're going to arise which there's going to be a little bit of value on the Dodgers in some of these games, and there's going to be a little bit of value on the Atlanta Braves. Like, I was someone that I personally wound up going with the Houston Astros and the under in game one on Friday night with Fran Bervaldez going. Fran Bervaldez was able to get the job done. The Astros were able to get it in. Obviously, the under winds up going down in a little bit of smoke thanks to a gentleman by the name of Kike Hernandez hitting a home run in the ninth inning as he has been just as hot as lava. The 13 hits that he's got over his last four games, the most hits in a four-game span in the history of Major League Playoff action. That's just absolutely amazing in and of itself. But after I wound up going with the Astros here in game one, I take a look at the Boston Red Sox. I think that they've got a little bit of value, and that's what I think is just so great about taking a look at this game by game. And there's just so many factors that you're able to account for. Home and road splits what time the game is going to be played at as well because some there there are some guys that they wind up being daytime specialists because if you take a look at the lowest ERA among pitchers in the history of baseball, Jacob DeGrom, number one actually with regards to daytime ERA. He's actually a little bit better in day games and night games, so that's something that you're able to gauge a little bit as well. Obviously, righty-lefty splits, you wind up getting a little bit of a different lineup based on who's out there on the mound as well. So I think that that's what makes betting on so many of these postseason series so great. And even though we're only down to four teams that are remaining out here in the MLB, I think that it's a great time to be able to fire in on some of this action. And it's a great time to be able to take a look at full games as well because I know a lot of people that they wind up taking first fives. It's based on the serves, but we've been seeing it throughout the postseason. These managers are not afraid to go to the bullpen, and we are not afraid to take a look at a little bit of NBA action as well. In the second hour of the Greg Peterson experience, going to get you guys caught up on some Pac-12 after dark, along with some NBA features here on the Greg Peterson experience on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 